This is the Jesus Habit Podcast, where we're working to make your new nature in Christ second nature. Episode 2, for Tuesday, September 10th, 2019. Our big idea, 100% commitment is easier than 98% commitment. Our memory verse, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. So, God curses mankind because of our rebellion against him. Sure, we could get angry at Adam and Eve for what they did, but we've all rebelled against God. We have all chosen to worship ourselves instead of worshiping our maker. And because of that curse, things seem pretty hopeless. I mean, most of the Old Testament is full of story after story of people doing what was right in their own eyes. Then someone would come along and lead the people to repent, turn back to the covenant they had made with God, but not too long after, things would go south again. It seems hopeless, doesn't it? And forget about the Old Testament, in our own lives, we feel the same sense of hopelessness. We feel like there are things we will never overcome, patterns we will always be chained to, and a general sense of hopelessness that we could never experience anything other than struggle. We are powerless. On our own, we are powerless. We cannot climb the mountain on our own. We cannot live the perfect, sinless life in our own strength. On our own, we are destined for constant defeat and frustration. Just like the repetition we see in the Old Testament, we go through the same cycles. We want to change, so we repent. For a while, things seem to go well. Then we slip up here or forget there, and without trying, we slip right back into our old ways. What can we possibly do? Nothing. We really are powerless. But Jesus isn't. Romans 5, 6 says, For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. While we were still helpless. Not when we had proven we were able to measure up, but right in the midst of our helpless state, Jesus died for the ungodly. Jesus didn't die for the good, the righteous, or the upstanding. He came for the sick and sinners. Us. What the Israelites could never do, what we seem doomed to repeat, Jesus did perfectly. Hebrews 4.15 For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. God sent his Son, the Word that became flesh and dwelt among us, who was the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of His being, sustaining all things by His powerful Word. After He had provided purification for our sins, He sat down at the right hand of the Majesty in heaven. In his letter to the Colossians, Paul says, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. 
Jesus was the exact representation of God, the image of the invisible God. Does that sound familiar? Just like us, Jesus became made in the image of God. He put on flesh. Eternity clothed himself with humanity. Life became obedient to death. Why? To do for us what we were powerless to do for ourselves. Later in Colossians 1, Paul says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, that is Christ, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Jesus got right what we got wrong. Jesus did what we couldn't do. Jesus finished the work we had barely started. Jesus came and rewrote the storyline. He corrected the deviation that had taken place long ago and created an entry point into a new story. He created a sort of choose-your-own-ending story where we can decide if we want to continue in the perilous cycle of frustration that leads to destruction, or we can turn to page 733 and start an entirely different journey. Do not think for a second you have the strength to become like Jesus. The sooner you get over such a silly notion, the sooner you will be able to begin to embrace the true life you were designed for. Jesus came and lived perfectly in our place as our sin substitute. He paid the debt we owed. He cashed out our 401k. He bought the farm. He generously offered us the kingdom in exchange for one thing, your life. More correctly, what you think life is. In Matthew 16, we find these words of Jesus, For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Matthew 16, 25 and 26. Do you think you can save your own life? You can't. Do you think there is something you can offer to save your soul? It's not possible. The only way to have the life that is truly life is to lay down what we think life is. Stop trying to save yourself. Stop trying to be your own savior. You can't do it. I can't do it. No one can. When we die to our old life, that ambition to save ourselves has to die with it. But if, as Jesus said, we can deny ourselves, take up our cross daily and follow him, the preceding verse in Matthew 16, we can start to experience the fullness of life that God has for us. If we really want to change, if we really want to become more like Christ, that's where we must begin, humbling ourselves. And just like Jesus, becoming obedient to death being buried with him in a baptism like his so that we can be raised to a new life like his. Now, because of Jesus, we have hope, and hope that will not disappoint. In what ways have you been trying to save your own life? How are you still trying to prove to God and others that you are the one exception to God's truth? Can you see a connection between your pursuits and the belief that you get to decide what is good and what is evil? www.thejesushabit.com